Welcome to the Unicorn Club Audio Journal Podcast. Today is October 21st, 2020. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. God bless you and I love you. To all of my day ones from season one, welcome. God bless you and I love you. I'm going to skip the introductory part um, that I usually like to say for all of the new cousins <laughs> to the Unicorn Club. So gather yourselves, church, and come on in. Grab a seat. Grab your drink. Whatever it is that you're going to grab, you go on ahead and you grab it. And let us get into it. So the title of this podcast is Blood on Your Hands. Blood on Your Hands. And the reason why I want to talk about guilt is to kind of give a little bit of clarity on why we go through certain things that we go through. Sometimes we experience things and we would like to ask God, why? I didn't deserve that. I didn't do anything. Why did I have to go through that? I know I can raise my hand and tell you for a very long time, many, many, many years, I was experiencing things that I felt I didn't deserve. And there were genuinely some things that I did not deserve. Like my friend's mother, well, back then she was my friend, and her mother practiced witchcraft. And I didn't know about it. Everyone else knew about it except for me. And the mother was uh, envious of the relationship that I had with my son, dad. And because she was envious of it, uh, she decided to do witchcraft on me. And all of the things that I went through because of the witchcraft or because she was envious I felt like I didn't deserve that, like I really didn't. The abuse that I endured, I felt like I didn't deserve that. It was more, I experienced a lot of mental, emotional, and verbal abuse, sometimes financial, and it was only physical when it came to my caretakers. They were physically abusive. So you can say that I have experience with abuse, all across the board. So when somebody comes to me and they're talking to me about abuse, because I have the experience, I understand. And with me understanding, I'm not judgmental to anyone else's um, circumstances and situations. So with all of that being said, I still want to talk about blood on your hands and guilt. So blood on your hands signifies guilt. It's a symbolic meaning of guilt. A guilty conscience, a guilty mind. Some people don't have any empathy or sympathy at all, which induces the emotion of guilt, while other people have both, and there's some other people that has one versus the other. But the bottom line is guilt. 
I remember um, this girl, she had a best friend. They were like BFFs for life, ride or die chicks, right? And girl A had sex with girl B boyfriend. And she said to me, oh, I feel so guilty. I feel so bad. I shouldn't have never had did it. Oh, I just feel so guilty. And I could see that the guilt was eating away at her conscience. And it was constantly on her mind, just eating up her mind. She couldn't sleep at night. She was losing hair. She was losing weight because she was guilty. But what I found most profound was that even though she was guilty, she felt that way. She never went and said anything to her BFF. She just waited until the guilt left her. And she moved on and never said a single thing to her BFF. There was another girl whom I knew in college, and she was telling me how her her conscience was set up. And she said, listen, if I did something that I know I shouldn't have did, I feel so guilty, I go and, and tell on myself. If I were to sell drugs, I would bring the drugs to the police and cry in and said, I done did it, I done did it. <laughs> said, well, well, at least you know to clear your conscience. You know what I'm saying? So she made it a practice to not do things that she knew that she would feel guilty about and it would eat away at her conscience. Some people, you know, that we have two sectors of people when it comes to blood on the hands. We have the sector of people who will feel guilty and about something that they've done or something that they've said, and they will never go and rectify the situation. They'll just let time pass until they don't feel guilty anymore. Those are the people that will do something nice or they will be nice to the person that they've offended. And that's their way of confessing and apologizing even though they've never said anything from out of their mouths. And then we have the sector of people that will say, listen, this is what I do. I feel bad about it. I apologize. Right? And so you know which category you fall into. So I was doing some thinking about the season that we're in. For the month of October, this month, you know, is a quite interesting month. I did give like a prophetic word about the month of October um, in, in the beginning, the podcast that I've done in the beginning of the month of October. And um, this is a month where Ever since Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, God had been like really opening up our eyes and showing us who's for us and who's against us. Who's the Judas in the camp, right? He's been changing our perspective and the way that we see things, the way that we receive information, the way that we receive um, people's actions towards us, right? This is what's happening uh, for the month of October. I don't know if we'll go into it in the month of November, but we'll see because I'm a prayerful woman. 
So we'll see what, what God will say for the month of November. So anyhow, I have been thinking this morning about guilty conscience. And in the last podcast that I was talking to you guys about when I said, follow your intuition, I was thinking, you know, there are some people in this world who are in the season of keeping quiet, where they have no intentions on saying anything at all, even though they know that they are wrong, even though they have a guilty conscience. There's blood on their hands and they have no intentions on confessing a single thing. That's their season. So I want for you to, when you have time, open up your Bible, whatever version you have, and I want you to read all of chapter 20. Read the whole thing in its entirety. And if you need more clarity, um, I want you to grab your cell phone, your iPad, whatever it is that you got, your computer, whatever you got, and read that same chapter in the message version. In that chapter, you will notice how the king Abimelech, Abimelech, I can't pronounce his name, the king had blood on his hands and he didn't even know it. And God had spoke to Abimelech in a dream and said to him, you have, you have sinned against me, a.k.a. you have offended me. And because you have offended me with your sin, there's blood on your hands. There's guilt. If you look up the definition of the word guilt, now we know what guilt is. We know what guilty is. We watch Law and Order and CSI and the news, so we know guilty as charged, right? The dictionary says guilt is a noun. And it says the fact of having committed a specified or implied offense or crime. Let us narrow that down. The fact of having committed a specified offense. The fact of having committed an implied offense. So guilt, by way of definition, means offense. Right? Sometimes we go through things that we feel we don't deserve or we may think, I didn't do anything. Why is this happening to me? When in reality, you are Abimelech. You have sinned against God. You have committed this implied offense towards God and you didn't even notice what you did. You were so busy 
being you, doing things intentionally or unintentionally, knowingly or unbeknownst to you. Is it fair? No. No, that's not fair. No, it's not fair to suffer consequences for doing something that you completely forgot that you had done to someone else. No, it's not fair for you to suffer from consequences for things that you have done to someone and you didn't even know or realize or recognize that you have offended them. There's blood on your hands. Is it just for you to, to uh, suffer consequences for doing something that you weren't even aware that you had done? Yes. Yes, it's just. We have yin and yang in this earthly realm. To every cause, there's an effect. That's how you learn. Even if your feelings get hurt for learning life lessons, there's still a cause and effect. There's blood on your hands. When you read Genesis 20, you're going to see that Abimelech did something to someone unbeknownst to him. And in the process of him not being aware he committed a sin against God. So in other words, you can do something to someone and yet it will offend God. There's blood on your hands. I would like for you, and this applies to me too, I'm no different, to really pay attention to yourself. Notice your own patterns. Notice your own way of thinking. Notice the words in your own heart. Really pay attention to these things. And try your best to do what you think is best for you to do. And if you don't know, ask somebody. Ask. You never know what someone else knows until you ask. And if you really want to be smart about it, you go to someone that you know has wisdom. Someone you know that has experience with life, and they can answer that question for you. So, this is um, the, the, the podcast in its entirety. And I just felt to come on and share the revelation that I had received from the Lord this morning about blood being on your hands. And again, blood being on your hands is symbolic of guilt. You sinned against God. I want to... I want to, I want to pray us out. I want to pray us out at this point. Before I go, let me just give you this tip. And it ties into the topic. 
If you notice that people are always doing things to you that offends you and you sit there and you're like, why are people always offending me? Why everywhere I turn is somebody offending me? I want you to ask yourself, what did you do to offend God? Do you make God feel that way? You know how you feel when somebody offends you? Ask yourself, do you make God feel that same way? Ask yourself those two questions. Do you make God feel that same way? And what did you do to offend God? And I promise you, the minute you just prostrate yourself on the floor and you pray or you talk to God and ask him to talk to you and you rectify it, the offense will stop. The offense will stop. 2020 has been a year where God has been doing things to get people's attention. All of the things with the water and the civil unrest and the racial injustices and the pandemic and the economy and the weather. There's been um, celebrities, especially in sports, they've been dying. It's almost like God took away people's sports God. So I just want you to ask yourself those two things. So let me pray us out. Father, in the name of Jesus, as I humbly come before you, O oh God, I ask that you would indeed forgive us of our sins that we have committed in omission and commission, God. Things that we've done in thought, word, and deed that we were not aware of, God, please forgive us. Things that we have done intentionally and unintentionally, knowingly and unbeknownst to us, God, in offense towards you, please forgive us. Forgive us of the sin that we have committed against you, God, in the name of Jesus. And if we have uh, offended someone which caused us to be guilty with you, I ask that you would forgive us. I pray, my Heavenly Father, that you would reveal to us, show us great and mighty things in which we do not know concerning the things that we have done against you, the guilt that we have committed against you, God. I pray as you are Elroy, the God who sees all things, that you would give us your eyes. Let the anointing of Elroy be over our own eyes, our own mind, our conscience and subconscious mind, God, and reveal things to us in which we do not know. Things, my Heavenly Father, that we would not have never thought of, God, in the name of Jesus. And I also ask, my Heavenly Father, that you would show us and tell us how we can get into right standing with you, how we can 
make restitution for the guilt that we had committed against you, God. For you are the creator of all things in heaven, on earth, and in the universe. There is no other God like you. And the last thing we want to do, my Heavenly Father, is to commit a sin against you. The last thing we want to do is to have blood on our hands. I pray, my Heavenly Father, that our conscience is relieved of the guilt when we rectify things with you and with the person verbally, God, in the name of Jesus. I pray that you would give us the strength, the love, and the courage to first admit the truth to ourselves before we can admit it to you. Secondly, and before we can uh, admit it to the person whom we have offended. Father, we apologize to you now in this season. And we pray that you would give a spirit of forgiveness towards the person or people that we have offended, God. In the name of Jesus. For I thank you, my Heavenly Father, for hearing us and for answering us. Just as I know that you always do. We come together with a witness of, the Bible says that when there's three of us gathered together, there you are in the midst of us. And so I pray that you, the Holy Spirit, and Jesus Christ are a witness of this prayer. And that it will be sealed by the love and the forgiveness of Jesus Christ. Thank you, O oh God, for hearing and answering, just as I know that you always do. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Shalom, tribe. Shalom.